We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Sean, let's get into a little bit of a recruiting roundup and primer for the rest of the weekend. So like I said, this is a very important few days of recruiting for Notre Dame. Yep, They get to bring in a lot of players to check out spring practice. They get to bring a lot of players in to look at the athletic facilities, talk to the coaches, talk to the players. And we had one yesterday, Sean. Bodie Cahoon, who is a linebacker out of Patrick Henry High School, in Roanoke, Virginia, was on campus, Sean. Fascinating backstory, man. He's been committed to Ohio State for lacrosse for almost a year. And now there are opportunities for him to potentially play both or football or just football on the college level. Mm-hmm. Teams like Virginia Tech, Virginia, Tennessee, Notre Dame. There's a bunch that are now going after Bodie Cahoon who I was told measured in yesterday, Sean, at a shade over six foot two and 219 pounds. So listen at 6'3", 220. Some of those are really, you know, kind of falsified information. But if he, he checked in, you know, pretty close to where his listing was at the linebacker position. Yeah. So the cool thing about this, this visit yesterday, Sean, was he wasn't just talking to the Notre Dame football staff yesterday. He was also talking to the lacrosse staff there. Because there's potential, because for people that don't know, Notre Dame has a pretty good lacrosse team, apparently, Sean. I don't pay attention to lacrosse a lot, but apparently they have a pretty good men's team, right? I think they're number one in the nation right now. Right, exactly. (laughs) That's pretty good, man. So there might be some potential, because Bodie Cahoon is a player that Notre Dame likes in the 2024 class. There is some potential that Bodie might be a guy that could come to Notre Dame and play both sports. At least that's potentially on the table for him. So yesterday, got to campus, met with both staffs. And the great thing about these situations is that these staffs work together, Sean. They work together. What would it look like? What would a potential schedule look like? How do we balance both? Great conversation. Leaving the visit, Sean, this is kind of what I was told. And this was directly from Bodie Cahoon, by the way. I have a piece on it at irishbreakdown.com, so you should go check it out. Bodie said, basically, for him and his parents, 
They've got every box checked that they needed checked on this visit, Sean. Every single one checked. The 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 want to in this in this um, timeline for Bodie is that he wants to make a decision before June. It's kind of what he wants to make a decision. So only a couple months left until decisions made. Notre Dame, I think, is up there with anybody in this conversation, man. I know he has plans to still go check out Tennessee. He has plans to check out a couple other schools, schools that are a little bit closer nearby to where he lives in Virginia. But I think Notre Dame is seriously in the race because I, I think they knocked this one out of the park, man. And they they answered all the questions that the Cahoons had. And, you know, I think they'd leave in a pretty good spot with Bodie Cahoon if that's a player that they choose that they want to close on and that they want in the 2024 class. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, he was one of the recruits I actually laid my eyes on. His parents, he and his parents, they both came upstairs during the practice for a brief moment. I was like, oh, that's a big kid. <laughs> He's a pretty big kid. He was he was next to Vargas Freeman, man. He made Freeman yeah. look a little bit small. I was like, all right, man. All I was right. like, okay, that's a, that's that's a big kid, you know. So, but no, it's good to hear the connection with lacrosse, and it's good to hear that Notre Dame knocked it out of the park. And I hope that's a trend that we're going to see for this upcoming weekend with all the big time recruits coming in. Yep. Yep. So Bodie Cahoon's does a uh, does a good job. I'm sorry, has a good visit, and Notre Dame staff did a good job of really kind of cementing his status. And uh, one qu- one weird note, I thought it was a little bit weird, Sean, but they uh, 
apparently the the staff was talking to Bodie about his film and such, and Bodie told me that they compared him to somebody on the roster. This was in the piece I wrote that came out this morning. What what player do you think that the staff compared Bodie Cahoon to? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh man, I, you know what? I didn't read the piece yet. Just go ahead and tell me. They compared him to J.D. Bertrand. Definitely by the hair. By the hair? Yeah. Definitely by the hair. Because the hair yesterday, you know, J.D. usually has a little frazzled look by the hair. Yes. And Bodie Bodie was sporting (laughs) that yesterday. So, yes. I just thought maybe it was really early. Because if do, practice is like 7.30. So. Yeah. And he's – so, Bodie is definitely taller and longer than J.D., but they said that they made a comparison to him – because I guess his play style and frame, I guess, is kind of similar in their opinion. So I thought that was an interesting hey. note. Okay. <laughs> you don't look too happy about that one, man. I'll, I'll leave it to myself, man. I'll leave it to myself. I'm, I'm, I'm the messenger here, Sean. I'm just passing on information, man. I'm not I mean, analyzing I'm, any part of that conversation. I can just imagine Bodie going back home and watching film or watching YouTube and I don't know. Oh man! All right, all right. Hopefully, he watches the second half of last year. Yes, where JD played a lot better. If he plays, if he watches the second half of last year, it's pretty good comp. Yes, agree. I expect JD to have 100 tackles this year. Easy. I mean, he's already done it in his career, so sure. Easy. I'm like, man, this year, this football should be easy for him at this point. Yep. He uh, that position. It's funny, man. Cahoon is uh, – I mean, sorry, Bertrand. J.D. Bertrand is going to end up with almost 300 career tackles most likely in his Notre Dame career. Sean, Notre Dame fans are just never going to give many credit, man. I think – I'm not going to go to bat on this one right now, Sean, but I, I think we're going to look back and be like, you know, J.D. was a lot better than we gave him credit for. You know, I'm not calling him a star or anything. He's just a solid inside backer in my opinion. But there's some fans that I think think he stinks. And I'm just like, eh, he doesn't stink, man. He might be limited no. in some areas. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. I think what we saw is we saw JD and and, and Jack Kaiser ex- exceeds expectations early yeah. on. Agree. And then once expectations rose, then it became a problem for the fan base. Right? Agree. When they are who they they've been who they are at, since the beginning. That's who they are. The type of guys they are, how they need to play how things need to be called for them. That's who they are. And, but JD has gotten better though. That's one thing I can say. Yes. You know, he's had some rough spots, but he's gotten better. And yep. I don't, I don't expect him to take a step forward this year. I expect him to be consistent. That's right. all. I just expect you to be the leader and to be consistent, game in and game out. There were way too many peaks and valleys last year for yeah. J- JD. Yeah. Like yeah. the game against North Carolina was fantastic. He looked really good. But then there's other games where you're just like, JD, I don't, I don't 100% know what you're doing right there, sir. Like you're right. missing tackles. and right. just, It's not consistent right. to your point. It's not. Yeah. But there are There is good, though. There is good on film. I mean, the we can BYU like game, not, but... the BYU game where he they didn't scrape over the top a couple of times with some big yeah. runs. And... Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, that's it, man. That's it. So that's Bodie Cahoon, linebacker, Patrick Henry High School in Roanoke, Virginia. Sean, I want to hit on a couple players that are going to be on campus this weekend as well. But also, I wanted to just talk briefly about my interview recently that is now on the Irish Breakdown YouTube channel yep. with with uh, with Kingston Viamu Asa, who is a linebacker out of St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California. And I wanted to bring this question up because this, I think, is something that we need to talk about, Sean, because I just got confirmation on this. Someone had reported it earlier, but I wanted to make sure to get confirmation myself. Mm-hmm. Um, ND, uh, sorry, DMND13 just said, is Kingston still coming this weekend? I thought I saw on Twitter. I know, I know that he was rescheduling or something. So I have gotten verification to your question that Kingston will not be making the trip. He was scheduled to come on Friday, Sean. He is not making that trip anymore. But he is rescheduling, and I will have an as soon as I have an up-to-date date that he is going to be coming, then I will update that on the message board at boards.iversbreakdown.com. So unfortunately, Kingston is not coming to Notre Dame this Friday, but still a key target for Notre Dame. Sean, and he was nice enough to join me for a podcast the other day. And uh uh, basically some highlights of this interview, Sean, I just want to hit on real quick. And then, you know, for anybody that wants to listen to the full interview, go to the Irish breakdown YouTube channel, which you're on right now. If you're listening to us live, I thought it was a really good interview in my opinion. Not, not for me too. I'm not saying like, Oh, it was a great interview viewer. No, I'm saying like Kingston's a great kid is what I'm trying to say there. Right. Six, three, 230 pound linebacker, Sean, really fascinating story. He was one of the top recruits in high school football as a, as just a true freshman at St. John Bosco. Got injured at the end of his freshman year, missed the entirety of his sophomore year, comes back, has 111 tackles this year, eight and a half tackles for loss, five and a half sacks for national champions, St. John Bosco. So he had a dynamic season, the end of the year, 13 and one, I believe. Plays with a bunch of dudes out there in St. John Bosco, and he stands above just about anybody. You know, he plays with Peyton Woodyard. Jason Mitchell transferred in this offseason. Pierce Clarkson was their quarterback. It's now at Louisville, was a four-star kid. Really talented linebacker. Basically, a couple of the notes I have, the things that mean most to him are being developed as a person on and off the fields, being developed in general just from a football playing perspective. Sean, he talked a lot about his faith. I think his faith means a lot to him. It means a whole lot. Academics is a big part of the conversation as well. So all the things seem to align with what Notre Dame has that can give to him, right? Like that they can provide those things for him, which is great. But obviously we'll see, you know, Kingston mentioned a few schools that are doing the best jobs in his opinion of recruiting him. He mentioned Notre Dame. He mentioned Ohio State. He mentioned the University of Washington. And then he mentioned Miami. Those were the four schools that he talked about heavily. He wants to get a decision made before the summer is over, so before his senior year starts, because he wants to defend his state and national championship at St. John Bosco. I want to also put this out here, Sean, because we bag and rip on Al Washington and Al Golden as recruiters, right? We rip on them a lot, but I will give them credit here, sir, and I gave them credit on the board. I think both the Owls are doing a great job in this particular recruitment. I do. One big thing that stood out for Kingston in talking to him was you know who was a big part of his recruitment that I think got Notre Dame into this position, Sean, where they're one, where he's one of their when he where he where they are one of his top schools is Al Washington, who developed a great relationship with Kingston when he was at Ohio State as the linebacker coach. So great relationship there. He mentioned Al Golden very early on in this conversation as guys that he talks to frequently, and Marcus Freeman reaches out to him 
every single week. And Chad Bowden also reaches out to him constantly. So you got four pretty much main recruiters for Kingston right now. And, I mean, Notre Dame has made him a priority, Sean. And I think Notre Dame is actually in a really good spot with Kingston, despite him having to reschedule the visit this weekend. It's pretty smart to make this kid a priority. We went over his film, what, three weeks ago? Man, fantastic athlete. Comes from the pedigree, the program he comes from. is a winning program. You expect to get that leadership and that attitude to come into the program if he commits to you. So I'm all in. I would be all in. Yeah, Chad Marcus should be leading the way. You yep. know, Chad along with the Owls and make it happen for this kid. You know, get him back on campus as many times as he needs to feel comfortable. Then you go ahead and make that comfortable. I know out there they're 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 having a lot of weather issues out there. Yes, they are this week. Like rain, uh, tornadoes. It's funny because my daughter's actually here for break and she'll be going back this weekend and she's like, man, I don't know if I want to go back as bad as the weather's been, but I don't know if that contributed to him changing his plans, but whenever he needs to come or wants to come, make it happen. I get him on campus two to three times. And like you said, everything aligns with what he has already set up and what's been set up in his life, his spirituality, coming from the Catholic school out in California and the pipeline that honestly has kind of been broken, you know, because it was normally a pipeline to USC. But we've seen that, you know, kind of be broken up recently in the last two or three years of recruiting. So Notre Dame should have a really good shot. Sean, I just wanted to spell this real quick because this stuff does drive me crazy a little bit, man. I feel like we can't ever just give guys credit and then also say that people need to be better. Like, I'm just going to bring this up from John Marinich. John, this is no disrespect, man. No disrespect, but I need to respond to this. It says, we are not a fan of Kaiser or Bertrand because they don't make any impact plays and are always out of position. They tackle, they always make, or on the offensive player is already five yards up the field. Sean, Isaiah Foskey led the team in tackles for loss this year. Do you know who was second on the team in tackles for loss? I'm going to venture to say Jack Kaiser. Not Jack Kaiser. No, J.D. Bertrand. Bertrand. Okay. J.D. Bertrand had eight and a half tackles for loss this year. He had six and a half tackles for loss. What are we talking about? They're always five yards downfield. That's just not true. It's just not true. Look, look, as I said before, Notre Dame fans, two things can be true. It needs right? to be better, and it, it's still not bad, though. Like there's Thank Those you. things could be – the same. Thank you. Because no yeah. one thought that and when they went to the college, when they went to the Fiesta Bowl in the year they had, and no one expected them to be the starters going into that year. They ended up having to start because of injuries early in the season. They played fantastic, uh, well above expectations, and then all of a sudden people started to turn and evaluate the game. Yeah. If they had a bad game, they had a bad game. Right, but there's no way you can look at the last five games of the season and complain about the, the play of JD Bertrand. True, sure. right? Stop expecting him to physically do things that other elite physical linebackers can do. That's not within his talent range, right? Which is why he gets in trouble because he has to be react. He has to see it and go. He doesn't have the physical talent to make a a mistake one way and then make up for it. Right? His game has to be. I see a pre-snap, I'm gone. 
and then make the play when you get it out. He made a big play against Stanford. He caused a fumble. That was a fumble to get the ball back to Notre Dame after they took the lead. They reversed it. Yeah, He made plays in the Gator Bowl. He did. Big time plays. So, I look, if you want better at the linebacker position, you I'm should always all, strive for better. You should I'm always all strive here for, for I'm here for that. I'm all here for that. Yep. But I'm not about to sit up, you know. JD Bertrand has not embarrassed himself on the football field, in my right. opinion. No. Because let's be honest about JD, he's not the most physically impressive talent. But no. again, he's going to end his Notre Dame career with like 300 tackles in his career. I mean, Production. that's just a productive right? player. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty productive should, player. Should you want better? Absolutely. Uh, who said you do, you shouldn't? I, I, I'm not sitting here and saying that JD Bertrand is the peak of the best that you should have at Notre Dame. Like that's not what I'm saying. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, let's be let's move on though, Sean, because there are some talented recruits. Although I guess some people don't think they are, because that's just kind of the, the the vibe I'm getting in the chat for some reason. So like, all right, here's some talented recruits that are on campus this weekend, Thursday or sorry. Today's Thursday. Friday, we're expecting three 2024 recruits that are key recruits for Notre Dame in the 2024 uh, recruiting class, and then some 2025 recruits that will be on campus as well. So the 2024 kids, and I have a visitor preview that's going to be out on irishbreakdown.com very shortly, but if you want to go to boards.irishbreakdown.com, we have the visitor list that is updated to all of our knowledge. I'll have to take Kingston off of the visitor list for Friday, but otherwise we are all up to date. Sean, a couple of key guys. We don't want to hit on – I want to hit on one very briefly, and I want to hit on one a little bit more. 2024 class, Sean. Anthony Knapp, who is an offensive lineman out of Roswell, Georgia, will be on campus tomorrow. He's a player, Sean, that was – Recruited heavily by Joe Rudolph at Virginia Tech. Does not have an offer from Notre Dame yet. And I, I'm not I'm not predicting that he does after this weekend. I'm just saying that he's a guy that Rudolph has a relationship with. He's coming to campus. We'll be interested to see if Notre Dame pursues him at all. I don't know the answer to that one, where we are. But a guy that we do know that Notre Dame is pursuing very hard is Logan Thomas, who is a defensive end out of Paytow uh, High School in Katy, Texas. And I know we had a question. I think Brandon Plensner threw this one in the chat, so I just want to pop this one up real quick, Sean, because it's about Logan Thomas. Brandon just asked, is Logan Thomas on campus today? So, Brandon, the latest on Logan was that he is scheduled to come tomorrow, but he is going to stay through the weekend. So he's going to stay Friday to Sunday and then leave, I think, Sunday night or Monday morning, one of those. So he'll be here for three days in, in South Bend, and it's his first visit ever to campus, Sean. So this is a young man that projects as a Viper, listed between 6'3", 6'3 215 pounds. He's a little bit of a smaller, lighter stand-up rusher right now, but he's a guy Notre Dame likes a lot and will be on campus this weekend. Mm-hmm. Look. <laughs> oh, man. I, was, I look. You were talking. I was looking at the full list. This, this yeah. is – it's a pretty big weekend. It's huge. I mean, it's it's a that's, massive weekend, that's, man. That's, that's that's all you need to know. Yeah, it's a huge weekend. Let's go to work. Yeah, man, that's all it is. So I'm just going to roll through a few of these, Sean, and then we'll we'll stop at ones that I think are very important to talk about. But there's also going to be a bunch of 2025 players who will be on campus on Friday. 
Cooper Perry is a wide receiver out of Scottsdale, Arizona, Notre Dame prep. We popped on his film the other day, me and Brian, and uh, got a little Cooper Cup-ish vibes to his game a little bit, Sean, number 10 for Notre Dame prep. Mm -hmm. Ryan Gia, who is a tight end out of Milton High School in Alpharetta, Georgia. He's a bigger tight end. He'll be here Friday as well. And Landon McComer, who's a Las Vegas, Nevada kid, Desert Pines, will also be here, as well as Kevin Humes. 2025 quarter, cornerback, excuse me, out of St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, Maryland, Sean. So they'll all be here on Friday. The good thing is, is that I believe, and I, I, it's it's up to date at this point. So Cooper Perry, Landon McComer, and Kevin Humes, of three of the four, I believe are planning to stay until Saturday. So they're going to be a two-day trip to yes. South Bend, which will be nice for them. Landon McComer... Just to put a note out there, we watched some film on him the other day out of Desert Pine, Sean. He's a guy that Notre Dame likes a lot. So we'll just leave it there, right? And, you know, what that means exactly. I think we'll have a, a bigger understanding of that this weekend because I think Notre Dame really likes him a lot. This will be McComer's first time on campus, so I think they have a chance to move the needle as they do with all these players. So that's the Friday list. Saturday. And much larger list, Sean, much larger. And I've got to hit on a couple of these 2024 kids. I'll mention, actually, let me mention the 2025 kids that are going to be on campus. Cause again, a lot of these kids are making the trip for the very first time. So, like, what are we going to say? Like, oh, hope they have a great trip. Sure. Yeah. No, but we're not like on commit watch for any of these players. We're not right. predicting any of them to Notre Dame's class. It's literally they're just coming. Right. So, quarterback Cutter Bowley out of Christian, uh, out of Lexington Christian Academy in Kentucky will be on campus. This is all 2025 recruits again. Taylor Taylor out of Geneva Community High School in the state of Illinois will be on campus. Wide receiver Jamie French, who is out of uh, Mandarin High School in Jacksonville, Florida, will be on campus for his first trip. James Flanagan out of Notre Dame LaBelle Academy in Green Bay, Wisconsin, who is the son of Jim Flanagan, who played defensive line next to Bryant Young back in the uh, early 90s, Sean. He'll be on campus as well. Play for my Bears, too. Yes, he did. He was a good player too, man. He was a mm-hmm. good player. I think he had like double-digit sacks one year for the Bears, if I remember correctly. So mm-hmm. Jim Flanagan was a good player. Chris Burgess, Sean, who I know you know, Chicago, Illinois, Simeon. Simeon. Stand up. Oh, wait a minute. What's up? Morgan Park. What's that? Oh, you're right. I had the wrong kid. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so Christopher Burgess, Chicago, Illinois, Simeon High School out there. He is a very interesting player. We talked about him a bit, Sean. He's more of an AAU basketball player, but has just recently gotten really serious about football. He's very talented. Dominic Hulak, another Illinois kid out of Immaculate Conception in Elmhurst, Illinois, will be on campus. And then safety Jordan Young out of Monroe High School in the state of North Carolina, Monroe, North Carolina. If anybody has not seen that young man, Sean, Jordan Young, my guy's a baller. Yeah. Go, t- go take a look at him. I don't care if he's rated as a three-star right now in the 2025 class. Let's work through some of these 2024 kids, though, Sean. Big opportunities here. Andrew Sprague is a t- is an offensive tackle out of Kansas City, Missouri, Rockhurst. He's going to be on campus, Sean. This one's going to be interesting because I wouldn't necessarily say that Andrew Sprague is like at the top of the offensive line board for Notre Dame. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. But I would say that at 6'8", 270 pounds, he's very intriguing, right? So I think that this will be an important visit 
to get him on campus, size him up, see the fit, see how he is as a kid. I just think that this is kind of a feeling out type of visit with an Andrew Sprague for Notre Dame. It's kind of it reminds me of the opportunity they had when they got Joe Alt on campus. And they saw him, they were like, okay, he's played tight end, but we think we can, you know, Matt, what do you think? You think you can fill him out? We see what Joe Alt has turned into. So Andrew Sprague is similar from a body type. Tall, yep. long arms, only 270. Can you add 20, 30 pounds to him? Back to the B quick as a tackle at 270 have good feet so yeah let's get him in check him out get his official weight look him over and then we'll move forward and see if he's a guy that moves up the board he reminds me of uh do you remember mark colombo sean that used to play offensive tackle for the oh, for the cowboys oh, well he played for the bears first oh did he was colombo for the bears really yeah don't remind me uh-huh. was he bad was he bad for the boston college right well, he really injuries early in his career really derailed. He was a gotcha. yeah, Boston College kid, yeah. 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 He uh he ended up being a pretty good football player for uh for the Dallas Cowboys, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Andrew Sprague will be there. Speaking of Missouri, Sean, Jaden Riddell, tight end out of Peculiar Raymore High School in in Missouri, in Peculiar, Missouri. 6'4, 225. Listed as the top tight end in the country by two different platforms so far. This is an interesting one, Sean. He's played some seven-on-seven football with C.J. Carr. Notre Dame clearly wants to take a second tight end in this class. I think the conversation right now is Jaden Riddell or Carter Nelson. I think they're in a pretty good spot with Jaden Riddell coming into this into this visit, man. I'm not saying that this one's going to – I'm not saying he were on commit watch. I'm not saying that this is like the end of the conversation because I don't believe that. But Notre Dame, I think, has a chance to really separate themselves against a very impressive offer list with Jaden Riddell. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's go time. It's the weekend. It's go time to set standards and separate yourself from other big schools. Well, multiple, multiple guys. Yep. And Riddell just happens to be one of those guys in this class. Mm-hmm. I'll take both of them. That's the way I feel <laughs> about them. I would too, Sean. Especially if, if Kevin Bauman isn't able to stay healthy and yeah. – Burden has trouble coming back from his injury, especially like I'm not saying no to either one of Jaden Brunzel or Carter Nelson. Like I'm just I'm not saying no, man. I'm no. just not, you know, like no. 
Play one of them at, at wide receiver, man. Jaden Rathel can play wide receiver. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it's a conversation for another day. So I wanted to kick one to you here, man, because this is a very highly anticipated one for the Notre Dame program, for Notre Dame fans alike. Justin Scott's yeah. coming to town, man. Chicago, Illinois, St. Ignatius finally getting to town, man. Uh, what can you tell us about this one, brother? How are we feeling about Justin Scott finally getting to town? I'm going to actually talk to him in a few minutes. Three o'clock is his sweet spot when he walks out of his final class. <laughs> and we usually chop it up. But I'm going to talk to him in a little bit and kind of get the preview of the visit, lay it alone. And it's all working out like crazy. It's all season workouts. He's a little upset. He's a little upset. Uh, he saw a list the other day where he wasn't listed with the five stars in the 2024 class. So he was like, okay, you know, so chip on his shoulder and Notre Dame getting this visit when they're getting it means a lot. It means a lot because he's not using the official visit. This is the unofficial visit. And then he's already setting stone. I think his two of his official visits early in June. And I expect Notre Dame to be one of his last official visits in the month of June. So this is this is huge for yeah. multiple reasons. Notre Dame, without using an official, gets an opportunity to really put themselves out ahead of everyone going into the official visits, making everyone play catch up, and then being able to come behind those teams and close the door with an official in June. So yep. it's, it's huge. Is is huge. So let's just hope Notre Dame knocks the one out of the park. And there's no reason, you know, we've we I Sean, this is new staff came on, and you know, this is typically the case. I haven't heard of a bad visit so far over the last two years out of this staff, man. So keep it rolling, close, figure it out with Justin Scott. But to your point, key target on the board for Notre Dame. Sean Civiliano, who is a defensive tackle out of Clearwater. Academy International in the state of Florida, Sean. We had another question. This is what I love about Brandon Plensner. He always asks very relevant questions to what we're talking about. And he just said, is Sean Civiliano a take right now, or do you believe he might be a sort of backup plan for Justin Scott? Brandon, I think it's a little bit of a late, a wait and see type of thing for me right now. Okay. I think this, this is an important visit to just kind of see him, you know, and engage it. I think that there's definitely interest from his side, but – they, this is one of the newer offers to the list, obviously, right? Like he was very new to the Notre Dame board. So I think that it's just too early to say whether he is. I mean, I don't think he's a take right now just because I don't think they have enough data and information on him. But we'll see what happens, obviously. But great question, Brandon, as always. But, yeah, I mean, that kind of hits it, though, man. We want to see. We, we have no backup plans for Justice Scott. Notre Dame should not. <laughs> And, and and Brandon just said, see if he's over six foot. And and Brandon, you're not wrong, man. He's listed at six two. I I think he's more in the six one range, maybe six foot and a half. So that type of thing where like you haven't seen a player up close yet. Like I want to see that kid and see what he looks like, type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to measure him out. I want to see what Coach Bayless thinks about him. Like all those things matter, obviously, right? So Sean Civiliano will be an interesting one. Marcellus Barnes, Sean, who's at a McCallie school in the state of Chattanooga. Sorry, in the City of Chattanooga in the state of Tennessee. My apologies. 
We had another question about him later in the in the mailbag, Sean. But basically what, what we're looking at with Marcellus Barnes, in my opinion, just kind of my read on it, Marcellus does not have an offer from Notre Dame. I think this is another one where, like, you want to get him on campus, measure him, see what he looks like in person, that type of thing. I think someone did visit him down during – you know, you know, a few weeks ago when the coaches were on the road, I do believe that. But I think again, it's about getting him in front of Bayless and seeing what he looks like, all that stuff. I am up, like you know, that type of stuff, right? So Marcellus Barnes, I don't know if I would say he's an. I don't know if he's going to get offered this weekend. I'm not sure if this is a kid that's going to move forward and be a guy that Notre Dame recruits heavily. Like I, I just don't know that, and I don't necessarily see it either. I just yeah. think it's more about like someone at Notre Dame liked this film. Let's bring in the campus and see what we're working with here type of yeah. thing. So that's kind of my expectations for Marcellus Barnes. Last one, Sean, very important player, though, 2024 class. John Mitchell out of Mandarin High School in Jacksonville, Florida. I mentioned Mandarin already because that is the same high school as Jamie French, who is going to be visiting a 2025 kid. John Mitchell's a big one, Sean. Very, very big one for Notre Dame. They won a third corner in the class. Yeah. This could be the guy, but again, it's about getting him on campus, which they have him on campus on Saturday, and knocking it out of the park. Because I think that yeah. you can make waves with a guy like a John Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Look, once again, <laughs> we trust Mike Vickers, man. Like when you hear about a kid that's either added late, whether it's the 24 class that they're looking at, or even the kids in the 25 class, we expect to turn on the film and see, like, okay. I see why they like this kid. Mitchell is no different than that. You know, getting him on campus, could he be that third guy? I don't, you know, I'm very interested in whether or not if they hit the ball out of the park with him, what they would do. I, I really would. Would they wait on some of the higher ceiling guys to probably get on campus? Or if he just wanted to come to Notre Dame, like it would be interesting. To see, right? Because we had what Beasley's coming the following weekend. Yeah, someone just asked. Caleb Beasley's going to be on campus here soon, but not this weekend. Yeah, here. the first. I think it's the first. The weekend of the first, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he'll be here. And, and Charlie Weiss's last belt loop just asked this, Sean. So I'll hit on this briefly. It just says, "Is Caleb Beasley no longer a shot at cornerback?" I think Notre Dame has a shot, but I don't think it's a big shot. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, right? He's committed to Tennessee. It's his home state school. It's a school that he's known for a long time. I just wouldn't count on Beasley flipping. I just wouldn't do it. But but I think that they've located a guy like a John Scott and Jeremiah Newcomb out in Arizona is another guy that I think the staff really likes a lot. So I just think it's about getting a really good corner as your third corner in this class. If it's Caleb Beasley, that's great. But, I mean, it's, it's just – I just don't know if that one's super realistic for me right now. I just yeah. don't. I just don't feel that way at this time. So things could change, though. Maybe he comes on April 1st, and he has the most incredible weekend ever, and then he reevaluates everything, and things change. Things change in recruiting all the time. Just right now, right this second, just wouldn't plan on it. And it goes to the two they have in the class. What type? I mean, of course, if if Beasley says, I want to come to Notre Dame, what do you think they're going to say? You you take Caleb Beasley, yes, yeah. You know? (laughs) But, you know, moving forward, you have already two in the class. And moving forward, you have to ask yourself, like, if we don't get one of these top-notch guys, then what type of court defensive back are we looking to finish right. the class off with based upon what we already have in the fold? Exactly. You know? and, well, and that's and- looking at the roster down the line, yep. years down the line. And they have depth. 
moving forward, right? Um, this year will determine whether or not Benjamin Morrison is a three-year guy or a four-year guy, you know? So that 25 class can become really important from a number standpoint in the defensive backfield if you have the departures, you know, uh, for after three years with a guy like Benjamin Morrison, then, you know, your guys that you got in the 22 and 23 class are stepping up and you're mm-hmm. fortifying that with 24 and 25. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It will be for sure. But I think a couple of the guys that they're, they're recruiting heavily, Sean, talked about John Mitchell obviously already. Jeremiah Newcomb, there's both guys that could play nickel potentially. So, like, in theory yeah. – you could look at it and say, you could say Carson Hobbs and Leonard Moore outside, and then maybe Jeremiah Newcomb inside, or a guy like a, a you know with John Mitchell inside. That's impressive, man. That's really impressive. Yeah. So that is the the list kind of for the rest of the rest of the weekend. It'll be really intriguing to watch. We'll have a lot of updates at boards.irishbreakdown.com as we talk to more and more kids. You know Sean's going to hit y'all with a great Sunday post, I'm sure, of the Justin Scott visit, how great yeah. that went. We'll have, obviously, updated intel on all these players as their visits kind of conclude. So make sure to tap in, boards.irishbreakdown.com. That's going to do it for the recruiting side of this conversation, Sean. We're going to move into the mailbag. We have a bunch of mailbag questions we want to get to. Yeah. So we're not going anywhere. But before we get to the mailbag, if you could please like this video, share it, subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, please go over and give it a five-star review. We really appreciate y'all, as we always do. So without that, we will move on to the mailbag. So this will end this portion of the recruiting side of the Irish Breakdown podcast. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. 
serving collectors since 1945.